Hello, and welcome to the CG Zest Wellness Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome to this podcast episode. For this episode specifically, we are chatting with Ms. Tamika Hanfield, who is the Executive Director of Nutrition in Demand, which is a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping you eat better today to live longer and have a better tomorrow. Tamika is located in Provinciales in the Turks and Caicos Islands, and it was a pleasure for us to speak with her in terms of this health and wellness topic being nutrition. And so with that said, here is the podcast episode. Hi, Tamika. Welcome to the CG Zest Wellness Podcast. Hi, Nathan. Thank you so much for having me. And we're excited to have you because each month as there's different health, health observances for each month, nutrition is the health observance for March and just illustrates the importance of, of nutrition and why we wanted to have a guest like yourself on the podcast. So do you mind sharing first and foremost what your kind of uh, desires are in nutrition and, and why you started Nutrition in Demand? Yeah, sure. So I started Nutrition in Demand um, a number of years ago. I want to say back in twenty, late 2012. Um, and so the organization is a nonprofit organization um, whose aim is to basically raise awareness to the importance of health and uh, healthy eating in Turks and Caicos Islands. And so we've been doing that through a variety of programs, um, one of which is we go to schools and um, we we, we have basic cooking classes with children. So they think that they're just having fun with cutting, chopping, peeling, stirring, all those kinds of things. But really what they're doing is they're learning about the basic importance of nutrition and why eating healthy from a young age is, is important. And so the hope in that um, those classes is for the, the children to take those lessons home to their parents and then teach their parents and then it snowballs like that. That's the hope. That <laughs> um, we also do a lot of workshops um, in the community with adult population, whether it be for disease management, disease um, prevention, and that kind of thing. We work a lot with our church groups because we do believe that the body is our is our temple. <laughs> so, yeah. um, and so we should we should take care of, of the body that was given to us. Um, so yeah, that. That, that is basically um, the gist behind nutrition in demand. Um, I got started in this field as a way to just um, control my, my weight gain, weight loss kind of journey, kind of thing. Um, so I am a registered dietitian. Um, I graduated from Florida International University back in 2009. Oh my God, that sounds so long ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I've been working. I, I, I prefer working in the community. Um, traditionally, most dietitians work in the hospitals. Um, but in recent years, more and more of us have been 
moving away into private practice or into community or even into food service. So the field has um, become much more diverse than it once was back in the day, you know. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, so I, I work mainly in the community. Um, my aim is, is to try and prevent um, preventative medicine, wellness, that kind of thing. And it seems like uh, I remember even going through your your social media page. It seems like how you mentioned when you're when you're having the when you're spending time with with the younger age groups, you're trying to make sure like they're they're really kind of they're they're learning about nutrition. But you mentioned also enjoying themselves in the cooking process. And there's even I think mm-hmm. an event you did a, a little while ago called it was something along the lines of bringing the joy back to food. So it sounds like this oh, idea yeah. of, of really uh, you know, making nutrition and, and healthy eating not a chore and, and making it actually a fun experience is, is important to you and what you try to do with your work, which I think is really neat to notice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, because really and truly, Nathan, I mean, food is all about joy, right? Like, food is so much more than just food, you know? I mean, there's so many emotions uh, tied to food, you know? Like, when when families get together, of course, there's, there's going to be lots of love, lots of um, laughter, and, you know, what do we share? We share food, right? So food has so many emotions tied to it. Um, and then if we're going to be talking about changing the idea of eating and how we eat, nobody wants to make it a chore. Like nobody wants to make it something that you you dread doing, you know? So the idea to make it fun and to, and to still enjoy food, like you still want to enjoy food, even though you are trying to eat healthier. You still want to be able to enjoy food and still have those um, good emotions tied to food. So that's the idea behind, you know, what I do, right? Um, so when I got started years ago, I had a young son. I mean, he's he, he's now a young adult now, but he was younger then. And so I had to try and, like, you know, make eating healthy fun and enjoyable for him as well. So I think that's where it all came from. And it's it's neat, too, that it, it seems like some of your work, you you partner with, like, the government with uh, like the Department of Agriculture as well. Yeah. For some of your work over the years too. Um, yeah. That's, that's really nice. And, and backyard gardens. Mm-hmm. And, and, and mm-hmm. so it's like the, you do the, this sounds like the cooking side of things, but also even individuals kind of being sustainable and having their own garden and learning that part of healthy eating too. Yeah, well, uh, we've been trying to get something started with the Department of Agriculture for a a number of years, um, but COVID, oh my gosh, thanks to COVID, yeah, um, yeah. everything kind of just got shut down. And um, so those, we did, we did, I want to say like two or three um, webinars on starting your own backyard garden during the actual lockdown of, um, of COVID because so many people were just stuck in their homes and, and they, they were going out of their minds with boredom and anxiety and not not knowing, you know, what the next move would look like. So mm-hmm. we did, we partnered with the Department of Agriculture and um, did some, some webinars on getting your backyard garden started. And um, just recently we did a partnership with the Department of Sports um, in an initiative that they're now doing. Um, and so we hosted the, the health talks. Um, so we did, a number of, of, of health talks on various topics um, like um, nutrition, of course, the importance of nutrition. Uh, we did one also on um, oral health and, and physical health. 
We did another one on uh, mental health and physical health. So we did a, a number of um, health talks. So we try to work with, um, well, first, anybody who's, a, who's, who's willing to work with us and partner with us, because we do realize that the goal is bigger, is bigger than us. Um, and so we want to um, touch as many persons as we possibly can in the TCI and, and hopefully the world. Amazing. And before we get into any sort of kind of just a few, you know, high level nutrition, healthy eating tips and whatnot, I'd love to ask how you think the, the state or mindset of individuals has evolved over the last few years in TCI and, and, and possibly the other islands and whatnot. But yeah, what do you think? Do you think over the last few years, something like nutrition, healthy eating has, has changed for, for the, in terms of people's appreciation or, or knowledge and, and so forth? But how, how do you think that's looked over the years? Oh, absolutely. I can tell you there, there is a marked difference in um, people's appreciation for, for what they eat um, since I got started back in 2012 versus now 2022 we're in, right? Um, there's been a, a marked difference. And I think that's that's wonderful, you know? Um, there are a lot more people who are, um, for lack of a better word, they they appreciate what they, what they eat. They are cognizant of what they're putting into their bodies. Um, a lot more people are out on the road walking or running. Um, they're exercising, that kind of thing. Um, a lot more people are doing those kinds of activities than when we got started in 2012. And um, I wouldn't say that that's all due to us. I know that's not all due to us, but it's just an, evol um, an, an evolution over the years, right? Where people, um, they, they tend to see the connection between, you know, good nutrition and, and living a longer, healthier life, right? Because mm -hmm. we don't, we do have a high population of people who, who suffer with various chronic diseases, right? They have like diabetes or hypertension or kidney diseases and so forth. And so there is a connection. People are now recognizing the, the connection between, you know, good nutrition and avoiding or better managing those chronic diseases. And so in that sense, there has been a, a, a marked difference in the appreciation for, for good nutrition. And and what do you think if, if where do you think people's like gaps might like it's it sounds like would you agree is it that people just over time became more more knowledgeable or is it that people have always been knowledgeable but they just lacked like resources and healthy options for for healthy eating and nutrition like where do you think maybe like the gaps were for people and also like the the community to really to to allow people to eat healthy, so to say, but does anything kind of come to mind? It's more to say what were, or like the common gaps for people or, and so forth. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both of what you just mentioned, um, lack of resources, lack of knowledge, um, but also I think one of the major um, uh, factors was culture, right? Like yeah. the culture in the islands says that we eat certain foods. We eat a lot of, um, um, uh, carbohydrate foods um, be because back in the day, like way back in the day before, you know, we were around, you know, um, resources in terms of monetary resources was, was, it was low, right? So persons had to learn how to uh, manage and get by off of little. 
And so they use things like rice and flour um, in a lot of the dishes to feed the family because those kinds of foods, they, they, they stretched far, right? Um, so a lot of our local foods have a lot of um, flour and rice and carbohydrate foods that's, that's fried. So culture played a major role in, in the way that we ate. Um, also, a lack of knowledge. Persons may not have known of the um, direct link between um, poor um, eating habits and poor health. Um, lack of resources. Maybe there wasn't enough um, gyms around. Maybe there wasn't enough people actually getting involved with it. Um, but now all that has changed. And now there's this big movement, you know, to, to better your health. And so that's yeah. that's a great thing, you know. Um, people still, of course, eat the the cultural foods, but there is a better appreciation for for um, healthier foods as well. Yeah, well, that's so that, that's nice to hear. And if we now turn to kind of tips and and advice and whatnot, I know I can start us off by saying I saw on on your Instagram page a few months ago you had a a post that was five budget-friendly tips for healthy mm -hmm. eating. And I think that's uh, so a lot of individuals, you know, that, of course, a topic like that resonates with them, right? Budget-friendly tips for healthy eating. And you put, you know, check your pantry first, plan meals, highlight fruits and vegetables, maintain your protein, and and bring back leftovers. But do you mind kind of any adding any comments to any of those to get, get us started on this? Just some overall tips for someone who might be, they're, you know, again, they're they're new to wanting to take care of themselves and healthy eating. So, what would you kind of say are some some high level tips and, and advice on their as they start their nutrition journey? Right. So, I would just just start with the first one that you mentioned, which was uh, check your pantry. Right. Yep. Like that's where it starts. You know, I a lot of people. Um, I read somewhere. I can't remember where I read it, but um, that eighty percent of weight loss or better health starts in the kitchen. And the other 20% is in the gym. Nice. Um, and wow. so that's that's where it starts, right? It starts in your pantry or in your refrigerator. Check to see what you have there. Um, so the tip that I had there was for budget-friendly eating. So that was to not waste money on food. But but here, in terms of better health, it does start in your pantry. You know, what do you have in your pantry? Do you have um, high-calorie, high-sodium, high-fat foods, um, drinks as well included? Or do you have foods that that's going to be high in fiber, um, high in protein, high in um, vitamins and minerals, things that can um, bet, better your health, right? Yeah. So it does start there. Um, and also, I would, I would also add check to, to with your protein, the one on protein. It's important that we also check our protein because protein is the building block of our bodies, right? And as we age, of course, we, we need to have, you know, good sustenance in our body to, to sustain us, right? Um, for, for, for younger kids, the aim is to grow healthy, right? To, to, to build strong bones. As we get older, uh, the aim is to sustain that, right? We don't want to lose that because, uh, of course, one of the, one of the um, natural side effects of, of aging is uh, muscle loss or, or muscle atrophy where you begin to lose muscle, right? So you want to be able to have good sources of nutrition um, and protein, sorry, more, more specifically to, to prevent that or to sustain it as long as you possibly can. So, of course, um, fish, right? We live in the islands. So things like fish, right, a, a, a great source. 
um, uh, and non, not high in fat as well. Um, so you want to choose foods that's going to be um, lean, not where you can see a lot of the marbling, and the marbling is the is the fat that you can see in it, right? Of course, now Nathan, we have to be realistic, right? Of when course. you do see the marbling in the in those meats, it does mean that it's going to be tastier and more tender, those kinds of things, because the fat add add those benefit to the meat, right? But if you continually eat those meats, right, that has a lot of marbling in it, then it, it will definitely um, um, negatively affect your arteries in your heart, right? Um, and February was just heart, heart month. so It was, yeah. yes. Yeah. So you want to lean more towards the lean meats like um, poultry, chicken, chicken breast, um, turkey, those kinds of things, right? Instead... Um, of the 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 beef and the pork that has a lot of the the, the marbling through it. That's nice. Do you mind Tamiki just providing any sort of additional insight? Because that might be new for individuals to know that fish can be a, a healthy source of protein. But even like preparing their fish, cooking cooking their fish, any sort of tips and and advice for that? Well, of course you don't want to um, have it all deep fried right <laughs> that's that, why I that's, asked that's why I asked this yeah 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 <laughs> yeah because I mean that that kind of defeats the purpose of it right um but baking you know baking I well I find baking it is just quicker to me um it's just quicker right you just you just season it up and you put it in the oven let it bake for like 20 minutes and it's done you know um um salmon is one of my absolute favorites I love salmon of course for us in the islands it's a bit more expensive getting it because it's an imported fish, but things like snapper, grouper, those kinds of fish, um, they can be put in the oven as well. They can be poached where you put it in like a, like an aluminum foil. Now I'm not a chef here, Nathan, by, by any means, <laughs> but mm -hmm. I'm just telling you things that I do, right? So I'll put it like in a, in an aluminum foil, put like, um, some vegetables over it. Um, and sometimes I normally add like root vegetables or like cassava potatoes or whatever. Um, and then or some plantains or whatever. And I just sweet peppers, onions, put it in the oven and it just cooks in, in, in its own juices, you know. So anything except um, the deep frying, you know, where, where we're adding more fat to it um, is what I try to use. Yeah. That's 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 important for individuals to hear that. And maybe we'll go for for one more tip and, and piece of advice. Anything in terms of like beverages and 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 whether it's drinking water, uh, lowering someone's pop intake, you know, and so forth. Any sort of of anything you like to say about yeah beverages and and guiding individuals for that. Yes, definitely. So um, this one, I'm, I'm obviously going to mash my own toes here, but <laughs> we have to be more hydrated or drink water, right? Like I, and I yeah. personally, confession is good for the soul. I do not like water per se. Like that would not be my first go-to uh, beverage, right? But there are things that we can do to increase our water intake. Of course, we can add like little flavorings to it, natural flavorings better, more than anything else, um, squeeze some lime, lemon in it, and now you're actually not only getting the taste changed, but you're also adding a little bit of vitamin C in it from the limes and the lemons. Um, you can put various fruit, um, cut up some fruit, put it in there, and 
then that changes the taste. Um, but yeah, so try those different things that you can um, increase your water intake. So that's water. The other thing I want to add on, on beverages is that a lot of times we do not, um, I guess, think of the calories, the empty calories that beverages like sodas. Now you said pop, but we say soda in this side of the world. <laughs> um, we don't think of the added calories and the empty added calories that sodas and juices um, actually add, right? So if you are concerned about um, watching your weight loss or you may have diabetes and you, and you are concerned about the amount of added sugars you are putting into your body, then you want to cut out um, those sodas and, and juices. And a lot of times people say, oh, you know, here's a juice. This is better than a soda. And it may be, I mean, if it's 100% juice, if it's 100% juice from the fruit, and so you have the vitamins, you have the minerals, all that thing, then then yeah, it's better than, than soda. But if you just have a juice aid, like you read the bottle and it says um, juice aid or something like that, where it's just like basically water, sugar, and coloring, then that's, that's not any better than a soda, right? And it just, all it does is it's adding extra sugar, extra empty calories to your, to your daily intake. And I'm saying empty calories because it doesn't help your body in, in, in any way. So when a food or a beverage um, just adds calories and doesn't add any nutrition in terms of vitamins, minerals, you know, um, uh, fiber, that kind of thing, then it's just empty calories, right? So it's not doing anything for you. You're just adding calories to your, to your intake. And I, and I don't think that people normally think about that enough, about how much calories they're getting um, from just a soda. Sometimes people say they drink like two or three sodas a day. So if one soda is about 140 calories, let's multiply that by three, right? And then you can see how much added calories you're getting. So and you the have sugars, a soda yeah. And the sugars that you're getting, right? So I'm, um, at, at one of my... Oh, so what I didn't mention at the beginning, we also do like health fairs, right? And so what I would normally do at, at, at various health fairs is I would have like the amount of sugar visually yes. put out in, yes. in various cups, right? Very and visual for individuals. Very, yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. people, you can see the, <gasps> you know, you can, <laughs> you can see the, the, oh my God, you know? And I would ask them, would you just normally just chug this cup of sugar? like that would you sit down and eat that no i would never do that right to do it in a soda um and so forth you know so we don't think about the the, the things that we are doing um sometimes because the food tastes good or the drinks taste good and it's really nice you mentioned the how not all juices are kind of created equal and how mm -hmm. some are that that pure 100 percent, whereas others are are not they're from even perhaps sometimes food labeling is is from concentrate or something like that yeah but wow what a to your point what a difference how one juice thumbs up the other juice kind of thumbs down mm -hmm. and, and to avoid it sounds like yes that's yeah. that's that's really nice for individuals to be aware of and then and then take control of their health so that's amazing to me we'll ask i'll ask you two questions as we conclude here 
the first question is anything else you'd like to mention to anyone who's listening right now in terms of taking control of their healthy eating and, and nutrition? So any, anything that you'd like to mention for that in general, some closing thoughts. And then also second part to that is for any individuals who want to learn more about nutrition demand, any sort of website links or resources you want to direct them to, to learn more and to, to support as well. Yeah. So um, the first, the, well, the, the, the first question was about um, making changes. I would mm -hmm. just say to start small, you know, okay. to, to take baby steps. You know, I think sometimes we set ourselves up for failure by trying to do too much at the onset, you know, and um, we, we have a good um, uh, intention. We, we really want to make this, this change uh, for the betterment of our health. And so we go all gung-ho. We, we, we cut out this and we cut out that and we start doing this and we start doing that. And it, it becomes a bit too much um, for us because it, it's not what we've been used to doing um, for a number of years, right? So I would I would encourage you to start small, baby steps. Start making small incremental changes, things that you can uh, sustain over the long haul. Because uh, weight loss and better health is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Yeah, so the sprinters, they get through it quickly, they're done, and it's behind them. But the marathoners, they have to pace themselves. They have to, sometimes they run the whole thing, Sometimes they run for a little bit and then they start walking again and they run again. So it's a, it's a, it's more about pacing yourself, right? Start with small incremental steps that you can uh, sustain and make a habit. So something as simple as eating in a smaller plate, right? That sounds so simple, but it's doable, right? And so what you are doing when you do that is you are training your body to eat smaller amounts of food, right? And, um, so, yeah, something as simple as that, you know, try if you drink three sodas a day, let's start by just drinking one now. Right. Um, and make those small changes. Let those changes become a part of who you are. And then you can move on to, to something else. But the final thought would be just to start small. Baby steps um, get you to the end. And then if you do have more information uh, about nutrition and that kind of thing. Of course, you, you can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, Nutrition in Demand. Send us a, a question or a comment. Um, I would love to have your support, and I'm going to use this uh, platform, Nathan, to do a little shameless plug. Of course. Um, one of our biggest fundraisers, because we are a nonprofit, one of our biggest fundraisers is Moveathon TCI. Moveathon TCI is a 5K, 10K, half marathon, and a full marathon event that we have every uh, second weekend in January. And of course, thanks to COVID again, we, our last one was in 2020, January, 2020, before the world knew, <laughs> well, we knew about COVID, but it was far, far, far from us. Um, and so we've had, we hadn't had another one because we were, uh, of course, afraid of bringing so much people together in large, um, groups like that. Um, but we are aiming to have our next one in January of 2023. So we would love your support. If you are a walker, a runner, or a cycler, please do plan to join us in Turks and Caicos, Providenciales Turks and Caicos, in January um, 
2023 20, 20, for Movathon TCI. I love it. And I'll say to everyone, yeah, that email for that, one of them is movathontci at gmail.com. And then yeah. I have your other email here, nutritionanddemand at yahoo.ca for individuals. But for sure, Tamika, let's get Movathon back, right? And yeah, yeah. January, it's been such too a phenomenal long. event in the past. It's been too long. Yeah. Amazing. Well, Tamika, thank you so much for your time. And on our end, we can't wait to promote this, create some marketing materials out of it, and get the this the importance of healthy eating out there and get everything you mentioned, all the tips and advice out to individuals to grow their knowledge and take control of their health. Thank you so much for having me, Nathan. It's been wonderful.